Todd, are we ready? We're ready, man. How are the wings? Okay. They were okay. I'm not. I'm a regular wing guy. Yeah, I got you boneless. You got I'm me. Sorry. You got me nuggets. Well, I didn't actually. I didn't order. <laughs> my daughter had boneless, and I think she thought you wanted the same Those thing. Those are nuggets. But I didn't ex- explain. So, all right. You know, I do remember the first nuggets ever. Don't be hateful, Todd. I remember when McDonald's first introduced chicken nuggets. My seventh grade basketball coach said, "I'm afraid to find out what part of the chicken and McNugget." Been comes somewhere from. around eighty-one or eighty-two. Yeah. Well, that's my seventh grade year. Here we go. This episode of the B3 Podcast brought to you, as always, by Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Give them a call, 812-295-3129, and let Travis allow you to stop knocking on wood. I still like this open. From Red Bones Bar and Grill in Montgomery, it's the B3 podcast on Buggy Bowl Night in Montgomery. Got the same old crew here with an addition right now. The Todd Father, Deco, who's mowing on some cheese fries right now. It's a late dinner. And Barry Principal Jeff Doyle, who called the game on the general. What a game, guys. Uh, Barry kind of took control. Have is we had to get close to a record the first half for block shots. There was a lot of block shots. I tell you what, and, and Jeff and I talked about it on and off the air. That's two really good defensive teams. Very good. And, yep. and they both made it really hard on the other in the first half. And it was physical, but I thought it was physical I thought it was both ways. I thought it was and I, I, I thought it was a well-officiated yep. game. If that's, you know... Obviously, are they going to miss things? Or, but they had a standard where, hey, we're just going to let these kids decide it. And I thought, I thought it was a blast, and I know, I know Jeff did too. Yeah, and I would say probably one thing that <coughs> Coach Thompson had to talk to his team about was after halftime is if you go in the lane, you better play off two feet. If you go off balance, there's no way the shot's going in because they're allowing a certain amount of contact. And I thought that was the difference. We kind of we kept on going right to the middle. And, you know, we had Seth Wagler coming there, and it wasn't – he when he gets it down low, he's going to power up. And th- he was really good about when he didn't have it, he would kick it back out yeah. or we would get that backside cut, and we got a few layups there. Uh, but, yeah, this was not a game uh, for the week of soul. And, and it was, you, was, well, you, you said the operative phrase, Jeffrey. Sorry to step on you, Todd, already. Right. Playing off two feet, but that's what, that's what Josh, Coach Thompson, said. Uh, in the in the post game interview was they talked about it. Hey, listen, this is this is a rivalry game, and if you get it in there, you got to play off two feet. You got to get square, and and, and you got to do it that way. I, I was just going to say that I think North Davies gave them exactly the game that they had to in the first half. Yeah, to have a 15-14 lead. Uh, all of the people that I spoke to tonight predictions were 32-30, 34-28. I mean, and, and that's where we were heading. That's where we were heading, but um, Barty, in spite of not making a single three-pointer tonight, isn't that incredible? And 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 what what do we always say for Barty to win? They got to shoot well. Got to well. make well. some shots. Yeah, and and they didn't do it. Um, and we, we were talking before we went on air. Braden has his first ba- his only basket halfway through the third quarter. Donnie Miller had 
how many points? Uh, six, or four or six. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. six. So, and, and all those came in the second half. I thought if, I thought that's the best game I've seen Evan Waymeyer play. Yep. Uh, I thought it was really good. I don't think North Davies will get nearly the credit. No. That they deserve to get for this particular team that didn't have ten total minutes on the floor last year. Right. And yeah. not one time did this team play on the floor together last year. Yeah, that that was a well coached game by Brenton Dowrup, and and it played out the way he wanted it to, and. Uh, I, I don't think he anticipated that our pressure would force 16 turnovers, but that ended up being the deep, right. the difference is that we were able to speed them up a little bit. Well, and I thought that both teams, and may, you know, maybe it helps a little bit. They didn't have to worry about Littnerwood Memorial anymore. They could just they could concentrate. You know, I'm sure they practiced yesterday, and then and the, those were two really really well prepared. It was teams a game you expected it to be. Yeah. I mean, that's what it came down well, to. Well, and who was the coach said we are what we thought them to be, or Oh, that was uh, Dennis Green. Uh, Dennis Green, yeah. The Bears, they are what we thought they would be. And that's exactly what Josh Thompson should have said tonight to his team was they were who they thought we, they would be. And I think North Davies is probably in the exact same <coughs> position that, that, that we were last year a little bit in the fact that Jalen Mullen did 99.8% of the ball handling the last four years. Yeah, yeah, but then and they had four kids six foot four or bigger. Right. That, that, I mean – but but I guess what I'm trying to say is 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 even though they have played well, even though they have, you know, I mean, obviously they they have really gotten some 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 really nice wins. But at the same time, I'm not sure they have faced the heat that the Vikings brought on a consistent basis. I mean, I don't think this is one you need to overanalyze because no. it doesn't really need to be analyzed because it just was what you thought it would be. Well, and I, I th- and I don't think very many people coming in would think. Evan Waymeyer would be the difference, and I think he really was the difference. Yep. We, On both we, ends of the floor. Yes, he, he was. He, uh, uh, it, it was early. You know, if we he scored four points in that first quarter where we had a hard time scoring. It was 10-7 after the first quarter. You take his four points away, now you're looking at a seven-point lead. And anybody else, you know, North Davis' seven-point lead, that, that's a 12-14-point yeah. lead the way uh, Coach Dowrup likes to play. So, uh, But just I, I like how the Bar-Eve team – they don't have to win a certain way. Yeah, yes, shooting the ball well helps anybody win, but we can sh- we can shoot poorly and still win because our defense is that good. I don't know if they'll face a team like this again. I mean, I really don't because we know what Lagodi is and we know what Orleans is, and you know, come sectional time. But it was good. Hey, listen, a win is better than a loss. I think Josh kind of laughed at that last week. When I saw him, and he said, "Hey, twelve and one beats being one and 12. Yeah. Well, and you know, we had a a uh, another podcast, another media group come in, which I think <laughs> historically in the state of Indiana, if you had to pick out one former high school basketball player in the state that you could make a, f- a thirty for thirty about, <laughs> it would yeah. be it, it would be Maurice Kojak Fuller, and he was in the house tonight. And, and by the way, shout out to those guys." Uh, they're 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 giving back. They're 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 pubbing the game and seem, I, seem like nice guys. I wanted to start a podcast war, but yeah, they, they uh, seem like everybody says so. Yeah, there, there, there's room on on the podcast turf for everybody, but and, and but that's what they said. Leaving tonight is is those were two well schooled, well prepared basketball teams. Yeah. And they talked about the slowdown, but they said both of them made it so hard on the other to score that. Everybody gets into pace of play, 
But in reality, both teams are just schooled to take good shots, and they're not gonna they're not gonna force things. If and you, they, and this, they appreciated this. This is a game, truly. I mean, you always hear, "Oh, they got beat by 15 points," but it was much closer than that. Not only is that true, but if you look at the score sheet and it's seven to seven or fourteen to fourteen at halftime, yeah. If you look at that, and North Davies was leading, uh, right? You look at that and you're like, oh, what a, what a clunker of a game. You are completely mis- missing the picture because that was a war. Well, it was fifteen fourteen, and then they get a three pointer there out of the third Make quarter, eighteen fourteen. Then Barry went on eleven zero run, and that kind of that broke open the game. Hey, listen. It, it was the game that we thought it would be, and it was, and it, it broke a two-game losing streak for the for the uh, for the Vikings with uh, with with the Cougs. Yeah, because they had an OT game uh, two years ago. They won, and then they got beat on a night that you probably remember. Well, I, I don't remember any of it because I, in case you don't remember, I do. Remember. I've missed nine North Davies games in a row for. We don't care, Todd. We don't care, Todd. You tell them. I mean that was that was when Mike had his uh, serious issue. It was yes. an issue. Yes, it I, was an issue. I, and, as and, I eat cheese fries, and I didn't get him a card, but I did tell you happy anniversary. You did tell me happy anniversary for the for the anniversary of when he nearly died. The resurrection of Mike DeCorsi. Uh, and yeah. well, we always laugh. And then what was it when I had to jump in another time? It was another massive. I, I, well, game. I almost oh yeah, almost died. I had laryngitis. Yeah. I mean. I, I, I was sitting next to you that night. That was two night. years ago, yeah. right? Yeah, years sitting ago tonight. next to you that night. And then night. when he got locked out of the state finals? I Listen, I've had a lot of moments that I'm not proud of, okay? I mean, well, when I just, say I'm not proud, like I'm talking right not here. even close this to being proud This may be the best podcast ever if he starts ripping them off. Yeah, that's right. He's filled with microaggression, though. I've I'm, there's that. no microaggressions at all. It's just it's angst and disgust you know, at myself. I play this all the time. We don't care, Todd. We don't care, Todd. The real thing we need, the sound clip we need is Call the tackle. Well, it's call all, the tackle. It's out there somewhere. That was a year ago tonight. Was that <laughs> a year ago tonight? Yeah. Yeah, that's a personal favorite of Claire Doyle. So she tack. loves the tackle. <laughs> Jeff, and you were there right with us through the whole so second part. The times of that I've had to jump on the air at last minute. One when Deco nearly died, which and, I, and I'm glad you did. Yeah, I, I, right, I was like 50-50 on that, but I'm, I'm over the edge now. <laughs> Like 53, 47. The second one was laryngitis. He didn't have laryngitis when he was talking to the North Davies announcer that night, though. <laughs> well, <sighs> and that's the third one. And what do we chalk that up as? Anger? <laughs> there was nothing wrong with him other was physically. There was nothing wrong with you that night. Put that into the temporary insanity yeah, column. I just know that I'm sitting there just enjoying the game, and I get <laughs> handed a set of headphones and I think- we're off. I think part of society and life is knowing your strengths and weaknesses. I agree. I handed it over. Yeah. It was done. There was nothing good that was going to happen with me on the on the radio that night. I just told the story today. And my friend John Patrick Mullen said, hey, if they would have called the soccer kick before the tackle, we would have had to worry about Everybody it. Everybody sees it different. Yeah. And, I, and, and my friend John, I... I hadn't considered the soccer kick. Yeah. So yeah. didn't even factor that didn't in. Didn't even factor it in. Two you years right ago was to the BYOT, tackle. bring your own towel. Yes, I, I talked to J.R. Crew, and, and he was you well, know, providing and, and I, and sheriff I, services. I think I can speak for Jeff and anybody when I say this, who works in and around the program or you're an administrator or coach. There's nothing like a rivalry game where, at, rivalry the, where, where, where at the end – 
And look, it's, it, it's, it was just the team who deserved to win won. And yeah. and I think we saw that last Friday night at Ligoti. That doesn't mean that we're better than Ligoti or we'll beat them in the sectional. They had a shot but, to win it. But, you know, I, I felt like nothing dumb happened. You know, everything was decided on the floor, look, and that very, was that. There's very few places on this earth where a rivalry still matters. And it still matters in southwestern yeah, Indiana. It's very few places. still matters in this little – look, Bar Reeve is the canary in the coal mine. When Bar Reeve goes, it's over for everybody. Yeah. And that's where we are. There's Todd, a, does the IU-Purdue rivalry still matter? No. <laughs> it really doesn't. Damn. And I don't mean that in a – Not because not uh, because of anything Purdue's done. But, I mean, it, it because you're not talking about it in restaurants and bars and coffee shops. I and agree. It's, it's not a thing that – listen – well, we've got a segment coming up, and I've got my theme song ready to go. Oh, God. About IU and Purdue? Yeah. Well, half of that. Why don't you yeah. play your theme song? We'll go into that. Oh, right, let's do it now. Are we done with North Davis Bar? Keep Jeff Hell of a here. game. He can stay. Oh, know. yeah. He can chime in on this. He, he really he has a 10-year-old back the there. He's the only varsity, true, uh, the only ones of making of a varsity athlete amongst all of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to quote Tony know, Soprano. Man. Junior Soprano. Um, all right, here we go. Would you I told you so Oh I told you so I told you that our coach was going to be just like the last 3 <laughs> I told you so I dug through Look, oh, I, told I told you, I told you, I dug through, I was going to go through podcasts today, we were playing indoor golf, and I was trying to find it, I couldn't find it. I said, guys, after a few Mike Woodson games, I said, this feels like the same old stuff. I'm not going to pick on somebody who was a four-year starter at IU, who played in the NBA, who coached in the NBA. He has forgotten more about basketball than I'll ever know. No I'm gonna, question. Okay, I'm going I'm, I'm no to lay question. that out there. And even as a Purdue guy, he, I don't think, I think he looks at IU like a professional team. Okay? Do, do you, to that point, do you get the feeling he is, like when I watch Tom Izzo, who's probably, I don't know, roughly the same age as Mike Woodson, I feel like he is in there with those guys, and he's crying, and he's screaming, and he's yelling. Oh, say I feel Baker. like Mike Woodson, there's a great big gap, it feels like, from the outside, that he just, I don't know, man, but I told you so. This feels like Archie. This feels like and whoever you know else you Archie hated. Archie knew what he there, there are tectonic shifts in the state of Indiana. It was Purdue for a very long time during the Rick Mount. You know, right up till Bob Knight took over at IU in 72, 73, 72? 71, 72. 71, 72 season. You know, and then it shifted, you know, to where every mailbox, I think I talked to my wife way back when we were in college, and she said, you know, how do you get to her house? Well, you just go 2,000 IU mailbox, and you turn left at the Purdue mailbox. And that was sort of the, you know, the, but it became Butler's state for a while. Yeah, for a minute there. You know, that was a lot of fun because Butler looked just like an old IU team. Now it's Purdue State, and I see just as many Purdue or more Purdue sweatshirts as I do IU. 
because they look like that IU team. Jeff, you play college basketball at a very high level. For a guy what, who's what you, currently, what, sixth? Uh, what, what is uh, uh, Auburn now? Thir third at Ligoti scoring? Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no I'm right. talking about Bruce Pearl. Oh. What, is, what, are, what are they? Six? Well, they're about yeah. To, yeah, they're, they're top, top ten. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? I mean, are you are you an IU fan? I'm an IU fan, okay. but I am I'm not bought into this team, and I haven't been bought into IU for quite some time, just because it's no fun anymore. And, and you talked about you know Izzo being in there with the guys. It's kind of like he's part of it. You know, I look at like Brent Dalrymple and his team. Like tonight, he was in there with those guys. He was oh, yes. living and breathing every possession. I, I will and, tell you, and, and when, you, when Brent ran on the floor in the second half with his team, I'm like. We better pack a lunch because th these kids are bought into him. But yeah, and I, I don't see that. But I think to your point, the, it's an NBA team that it's kind of that. You know, you play eighty-two games. You can't get on the guys all the time just because you're playing eighty. You know, college is different. You know, they're playing for you know the glory of old IU, and it's there is really no glory no. right now. And there's no, there's no, there's not the pride in it. The fact that, the fact that Caleb first is still at Purdue. He should be. He should have been so far gone into the transfer portal. portal. Yeah. Mm. Uh, okay. Uh, Ethan Morton should have been in the transfer portal. Mason Gillis should have been in the portal, but they've stuck it out, and for the last three years, they've been ranked number one at one point or another. And, and March is a different story. How long's Painter been there? Well, okay. Lee Rose left in I think '81. He took Purdue to the finals in '80. Yeah. Uh, not final. That was the Joe Barry, Joe Barry Carroll year. Took right? them to the finals in '80. Since then, Purdue's had two head coaches. You know, and not and not only that, but they they've planned the succession right from one to the next. And they play more like an Indiana team. Yes, I mean that's what kids. that's what I grew up watching. I would rather watch a Purdue team than an IU team because they're from Silver Creek. Okay, because they're from Fort Wayne. Because they're from Westfield. Um, where's a lawyer from? Fort Wayne. Lawyers from Fort Wayne, too. You're right. Um, yep. Homestead. And, and, I mean, they look like an IU, I mean, an Indiana team because they're from Indiana. It's like did, I mentioned to you. Where did go? He, he was from Toronto. He's from okay. Toronto. But there was a segment in the IU game the other night. Amber said, what's the difference? I said, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to call it a little play-by-play. -play. And I told Todd this on the phone last night. I said, you know, we had Westfield over to Newcastle. Newcastle back to Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne down to Sellersburg. Sellersburg and it was just like Sellersburg up to Carmel. And it was just like you say all of these – kids is hometown and you're like that used to be the other way around yeah you get it you get it that used to be the other way around and, and when i said that to amber she said purdue has somebody from newcastle on their team Mason like give us like maybe. like that was that was a sacred iu town because of steve offered and now it's now it's Ken a Benson. Purdue place and, and, indiana, Benson. Benson. and yeah. indiana state may be the new butler huh. i mean maybe not to back-to-back -back final well, games make my wife happy so. but I mean, they're on the right track, and well, I just—I I just, agree. When you've got you're Don hell, Fisher, but, but that's okay. What's that? Indiana State is not going to be the new Butler. Watch no, your, I'm just saying. You know? No, no, I know. No. I just know these. No, they're not. There's going. that microaggression again, right there. You're microaggressed. They're not going to back-to-back -back state no. or state but national title games, really but they're playing really basketball. well, and they're going to grab those kids. And right now, there's the I, the Indiana kids are squeezed out, but. So is everybody else that can shoot. I mean, how many years now are we on this? And here's, like, here's what my issue is with ISU. And it's my issue with Jeff's old school USI as well. Okay. If you're good, you'll be gone. Bomb you, Jeff. You will, 
you will go somewhere else now. And that's not what you're not going to stick around, ISU. So in 1993, where would Doyle have been at the end of his career? Probably Kansas. Okay, thank you. Kansas. Because <laughs> they've got the biggest NIL deal. Yeah. But here's this is where I'm at with ISU. I studied their schedule this past week because I was thinking about talking to Mike about going to catch a Sycamore game because they're fun to watch. Yeah. I watched him play. And the kid with the rec specs is going to be a star. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's going to be a when star. When they played Michigan State a couple weeks ago, yeah. and, and they, they played, and it was a two-point game with about five minutes to go, but they got the Swope kid. But I go back to my time at USI. The, the one thing I think we, again, it's Division Two versus Division One. We had so much more talent than everybody else, but what we did well is that we had Southern Indiana guys. We had a, we had guys from North Harrison and West Washington and Crawford County and Ligoti and had some kids from Charlestown, Mad- Charlestown, Madison, Kentucky. But then we brought in some guys. We brought some guys in from Chicago. We had, you know, it was a nice blend, and that's what IU used to do. You know, you, you know, you bring in a Dean Garrett. Yeah. You bring in a Joe Hillman from California, but you have a core group of Indiana guys, and they don't do that. They don't recruit the state, and that's what that's what Matt Painter does. He yeah. recruits the state, and the and the high school coaches talk to Coach Thompson if he comes in here later. Ask him about college coaches. What's he think about Mike Woodson and Matt Painter? He'll probably think a lot more of Matt Painter, probably because he has a relationship with Matt Painter and not Mike Woodson, because Painter makes it a point to talk to Indiana high school basketball coaches. And and you may you may talk to a bunch of high school coaches that you never get anybody from. Well, and, and However, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you a story, and this is about Bruce Pearl, who I know is one of your favorites, Brino. But when <laughs> but when, 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 when Kurt Hope was at Bar Eve, I remember the Auburn staff would just call Josh. And they never really recruited Kurt. But a lot of it was, okay, the Sicily kid, he's got a brother coming. Is he good enough? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like they knew. And, and what they would do is they would check in twice a year. Are they ever? Is Auburn ever going to have a player from Bar Eve on their team? No. But you know what's going to happen? I don't know. Is there's going to be 50 other high school coaches that potentially might ask Josh Thompson, hey, what do you think of Matt Painter? What do you think of Bruce Pearl? What do you think? And J- Josh Thompson, just using him as the example, will tell you, hey, this guy's all right. He, re- he-, he recruits the state. He, I, he understands what's going on. How many high school coaches do you know personally that you could call or text in the state of Indiana? Or both of you combined? That's a great question. Over 50? I wouldn't say it's that high, but it's several. Would you, would you, we should do that. A big handful. Text them and say, rank these guys. Yeah. One, two, well, three, and four. And see where Mike Woodson, because I, I have a great feeling of where he would be. Yeah, I guarantee he's coming in last. Yeah. He, I mean, the, they. I don't think he's a bad guy, but I don't think he, he's a guy. I feel he there's a distance. There's a distance. It, 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 it's he a disconnect from the NBA, and the NBA has a disconnect. Well, and, it, and here's the thing: yes, he was the IU guy. Yes, he was from the NBA, and yes, I hope you found the clip where I endorse him and you take me and I crucify could, me. On I it will. And I, and I, thank I, you. Since day from day but one, why wouldn't I you? Was, I, 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 I would I, crucify me too. The things no, that I said, you, you backed him. That's no, oh, I did. The but, things that I said about him that weren't positive, not, right. not mean or ugly or anything like that, have kind of proven to be true. No question about yep. it. You know, you're, you're, you're I was right. asking the questions. You were laying it out, and you were a fanboy. I mean, there's there, no other. Yeah, man, it is what hey, it is. Let me Definite ask you a fanboy. But don't we all want that? Mike, who did you have Jesus. for the IU job at one point? 
I, I owe you a bottle of... Uh, yes? I owe you a bottle of... Uh, Jeff Doyle, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Maker I owe you a bottle of Makers because uh, Brad Stevens is not the coach at IU. He is not the coach and where, at IU. And where do you want him to buy it? In Montgomery for the cost more. more. Expensive. <laughs> no, listen. I mean, I, listen. One of Mike, my favorite lines in podcast Mike history. Woodson is a... Is a tremendous basketball mind. He is sure. He like okay. Say, now he ain't hang tight. No, I mean, I mean, we have. He now, knows a hell of a lot. He knows right. But I think the world has changed around him for the same reason that the, the three best players at ISU next year won't be at ISU. Yeah. And because it's a different. Oh my goodness! We got a fight in the. Uh, okay, by the water cooler. By the water cooler. The okay. If I was that, if I was that San Francisco guy, I would get off the sideline now. The Packers are leading this game in the third <sighs> quarter. Yeah, and that's fine. I'm okay. okay. There you go. Um. So. But yeah, when you got Don Fisher saying this is an embarrassment on air, things are not going well. And I, I you know. Usually, and, and tune into um, Razor Radio Sports Wednesday night. I'll probably tune in. I want to hear the. I want to hear Don Fisher sit down with Mike Woodson this Wednesday night after saying he's an embarrassment. Not he. The team is an. The team is embarrassing. And I, I saw a statistic today that like the number of Division One flagrant fouls. I mean, IU is. At the top, and it's not yes. even close. Yes, I saw that. Did so basically, that just tells me you're playing like a bunch of punks. Did you see the elbow last night? Yeah, I saw it. Now, I got two two things on that. One, the Wisconsin kids Oh, he leaned into him. Started he did, yeah. it. It was dumb. It was stupid. Now, well, before I get to dumb and stupid, I don't even know if he hit it. No. It was like, but how stupid do you have to be? Well, it's, it, it reminded me of the Lance Stevenson, LeBron James situation. Uh, LeBron would lean in, and Lance would blow in his ear. Yeah, right, that right. was fantastic. Yeah. Like, kiss him on the cheek. Yeah. Do something else. But, like, like drive him. And I, and I remember Coach Brian Hughes saying this in practices years and years ago at Bar Eve. You know, we, we get all muscled up on the floor, and he would, just, he would just tell the whole team, there is nobody in my life that I've ever seen kick somebody's ass on the basketball floor. There's never been, we're dropping our gloves and we're fighting. It's never happened. So why? Hello, Washington. So, hold, so, so why, why do you act like you're going to when you know what the consequences are going to be right. other than sheer stupidity and you can't and you have no impulse control? Yeah. Larry Bird, Bill Lambeer. Larry Bird and Dr. Th- J. Did anybody win those fights? Who did, Todd? Who Larry did, Bird did. He didn't win no fight. Who did Kermit Washington punch? Rudy Tom Janovich. Rudy Tom Don- Jonovich. Yeah. Yep. And, and, he, and he, oh, by the way, Todd, now listen, Todd, that was 50 years ago. In case yeah. you're wondering, was so it? that's the that's one for lived. sure. Like that was a, I mean, it you was know a what, complete though, was sucker a lot punch. Of but he rocked listen, it's it. all. Listen, I'm too damn old for any of this. I know that because I. I'm okay, I'll have one more thing. You, you don't look a day over 59 and a half, Todd. You know what? 60 is coming up, and in we're going to have the year of Todd. Have the party. It's not going to be a great party, but it's going to be a party. I. And I told my wife she better write the check. Write the check now. What um what throwing out B three koozies to the crowd? <laughs> um Is that who is that? Is that Josh Thompson? No, but I'm gonna send him a strongly worded text message. No, I just I'm just saying. All right, do we I was want, hoping Dallas can. Do you want to uh, jump to uh, our new sponsor? Yes, let's do that. That's a good segue. We're gonna call our new sponsor. And we're going to talk to him 
live on the air. He has no idea this call's coming. That's okay. He has no idea. Okay. Well, he probably, he'll see, he won't recognize the number, won't answer the phone. Well, this has been a failure so far. Your call has been forwarded to voicemail. The person you're trying to reach is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up. He might answer mine. Yeah, this is the B3 podcast calling. Todd's going to call him on his phone. This is the B3 podcast, and you're our newest sponsor, and you get free airtime right now, and you'll be talking to thousands upon thousands of potential customers. Deco. Okay, so that was a failure. Yeah, that was a fail. Anyway, well, we'll just go ahead and spoil it. Golf Plus in Evansville, our newest sponsor. They're coming on board, and we're, we're happy to have them, especially as we get ready for golf season. Max Lancaster, Todd's fa- favorite kid? Yeah, it, it, well, my daughter Sarah was at a hockey game last night. She and her boys. She's moving up the list. Indy Fuel. Is it still the Air Force guy? Yeah, the Air Force okay. guy. Okay. So maybe not the favorite, but he's, 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 he's in close. the top three. He's supposed right? to be bringing me a guitar that I had worked on this week. So, so. Max is in the top three, but uh, he's part owner of Golf Plus in Evansville. They're going to come on, so we'll be talking to them about Uh-oh. lots of golf stuff, and we're proud to have them. Oh, no! Oh, Green Bay recovered. Well, they recovered, I think. And we're proud to have Golf Plus on board as a sponsor. Oh, yeah. Picture my daughter at the hockey game. In okay, Indiana, and right? she's got the Bruins. I think I've worn that jersey on Billy you Madison have. Day. You have. That is the Bobby Orr jersey. But Travis Bratton, Indiana Farm Bureau. My agent. My agent. Insurance is our title sponsor, and we're glad to have them. But we're, we truly welcome the great folks at Golf Plus. And I, the, what I do know is that, yes, you can get all your golf needs, needs met there. But it's also a baseball. Oh, baseball. Yeah, they've, they've got a nice baseball selection. And they've so. got the, sim, the uh, simulators, and they've got all of that. Why don't they have simulators there? It's a different kind. It's, it's a but They fit you and everything, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so golf Golf, baseball, and we'll talk to Max here in the next uh, next several shows and and find out all about that. So uh, when you, I, I will tell you this much: it's a lot of the equipment that makes a difference. I was down there last Monday, and he has gotten some new Callaway irons. He kind of wants to say, "Hey, man, let's take a look at how I hit these things." And then you had a pretty impressive. Impressive Max, I mean, Max can play, right? Yeah, I think he's I mean, about a two, maybe a I, one I've, handicap. I, I've played with him. I mean, he, but he can't quite stay with me. But no, he, I wouldn't he'll, think so. He'll get there. I mean, working yeah, a, yeah, know, with a, owning with, a golf With score, a lot of effort yeah, and some there. hard work, he, uh, he'll get there. He put a driver in my hand, and we went with the senior shaft. <laughs> oh, really? That's funny? Well, I don't think that you had to say that. <laughs> I think it's implied. We, you know, and... and What's is, is senior like it's a little more flex more flexible than a regular Create a little more club head speed like more. if you did this and wiggled your hands well, yeah. like the head would well, be I, I, yeah. I, I didn't know there was a senior senior flex okay? shaft if you're 300 freaking pounds and 60 years old you need a senior flex period not but, a lot of twisting and, and turning in your swing. no but um, he was legitimately hitting his wedge further than I hit my driver Period. Was that a 22-degree wedge? I don't know. It could be a 22,000-degree wedge. 
Are you saying you don't have a lot of pliability I'm in your swing there, Todd? I'm done with golf. Well, I played indoor golf today. We, my Our regular foursome on the weekends, we met at my uncle's house. He's got a TrackMan simulator, and we played. I have got to figure out not getting my club face square at impact because it's costing me distance, and it did last season, the last half of the season. I have got to get it figured out. It's well, ridiculous, and I'm pushing everything. And, you know, that shows all the stats. I'm pushing everything slightly right. Here's what I know. I gave up golf on Monday. Monday? This Monday? This Monday. Well, Monday of 2009, I was going to take it back up. It was I said, way before the pandemic. If I knock one out there, 200 yards with the driver, and, and I didn't. And it wasn't close. And it was embarrassing, so it's done. And then I also, on Sunday, stopped my dream of playing uh, uh, playing adult hockey again. Oh, that just now ended. Is, that it was, is it when I called and told you you would be an idiot to play adult hockey? Wait a minute, wait die? a minute. We're talking recently that dream ended. That dream ended on Sunday. Wow, that's less than a week ago. When I had opened up the <laughs> hockey bag. In the garage. I don't know how many dreams I still have alive now I, that I find none. this out. Okay, and I opened it up, and I was going to I, – I, I said it, it all came down to when I put the breezers on, when I put the pants on. I said, if I can get into them. You're ready. I'm ready. I'm heading down to Schwander Ice Arena. And you're going to go to an open skate, you know, and then I, I look up. There's a league down there, a senior league. Oh, yeah. Let me just say this. They were a little snug. And then I tried to put the other leg in. And you've lost. The other leg? <laughs> Wait. What? You started judging after one leg? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me say this. The elbow pads fit. Okay. Well, the elbow pads You have not fit. gained weight in your elbows. My elbows are just fine. <laughs> but I, I, but, and then I did some research. Apparently, at my age and size... If you fall, not that I would have fallen at any, at yeah, any point. Yeah, you would fall at Or go into something. the boards, the odds of literally just breaking bones are like 600% higher right. than 25. Yeah. So you decided. So I think, I decided, I think I it was think, a good decision. I think that that's done too. That's another dream that died this week. I said I just want to be good at something, and I'm, I'm good at nothing. <laughs> You're good at podcasting. Tyler Schultz, everybody. <laughs> yeah, welcome, Tyler. How are we doing? <laughs> Or yeah. a volleyball coach. How is it following a legend, by the way? <laughs> Stressful. <laughs> you know who puts the most stress on him? The former coach who talks to him four times a day. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not only do you replace a legend, that's like, you know, coming to the coach at IU and having Bob say, you know what, I'm just going to be an assistant. <laughs> Real close, yeah. <laughs> Tyler did a nice job this year. He did. He did a great job. No, yeah. and Amber doesn't. Amber, no, 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 we're not. Not all uh, that. Just, not 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 all that often. We're just making jokes. No, the but only, we do talk on the phone about four times a day. The only balls in a ringer in Amber's life is that guy right there. <laughs> How often are you like in like kind of trouble? So I had a text message tonight, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to read it to you exactly. Yes, and I'm going to tell you when it was sent. At eight fifty-eight p.m. I get a message from my wife, and all it says is, call me when you leave. Okay. It sounds And I'm looking over, benign. and the game's not over yet, and I'm like, pick up some milk. Why 
is my wife telling me to call her when she leaves. I've already told her about this evening. I, yeah. What's going to happen? And I'm immediately on guard. So usually when I get a message like this and I call her, the phone conversation starts like this. What do you want? <laughs> and all she wanted to tell me was, hey, I left a minute early. I was getting some pizza junction from Lagodi for, for the girls. And if you didn't see me at the end of the game, that's what I wanted to let you Very know. Very loving. But I thought there was a 52% chance <laughs> that she got oh, in a, much higher that, than that she got in a fight yeah. with somebody from El Nora tonight. Oh, boy. No. And we were going to the Long Branch. And we were going to the Long Branch to settle it. <laughs> no. Nope. That was it. She she just wanted to let me know. What a sweet no, what But a you know what I did? Thought. As soon as I left the gym. Hey, Thompson doesn't even know this yet. I asked three less questions on the post game so I could get out there and make that phone call. <laughs> she it wins again. And, and the real loser is the listener. How many years have you been married now? As long as she's wanted to be. I know, but I mean, I mean what's the current number? 20. We're on successive one-year contracts. <laughs> yes, it is. Ten-day contracts. <laughs> 20. 21, 22, something like that. And I'm yeah. close to 30. What are you? I'm 55. No, no, oh, no, uh, tw- what year is it? 24? We'll celebrate 24. Because we got married so 24, 21, and 30. So that's a lot of marriage. Statistically, I think we're in it now. Like what are you at two? Eight months. Eight months. Eight yeah. months. But it was a good reception. <clears throat> it was. I yeah. could. Why did I not? Oh, we had you weren't derby. invited. That's why. No, I wasn't invited. <laughs> we had a derby party. I gave him extra cash because it wasn't showing up. Yeah, we had the horns playing as we walked. Uh, coming down the aisle. The groomsmen, we had the horns going. Is that right? Yeah. Only one NBA player at Schulteis' wedding. Only one. Just one? Yeah, just one. Only one. Yeah. Only room for one. Where's he at now? Uh, he's in Miami. He is he's in Miami. He's out for the okay. season. Uh, is he living in South Beach? Oh, yeah. Right there talking, on the beach. Talking about Drew Smith, plays at University and, of Evansville for Marty Simmons. first cousin, yes, and you can look up his contract details on – on any website you'd like, and yeah. he, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say this: he makes more money than anybody at this table. Have you ever considered <clears throat> asking for a couple? <laughs> like if, in the back of your mind, like, yeah, I could probably get it if we really needed. Yeah, it. Yeah, we needed it. Yeah. <laughs> no, one. And, and, his mom said, "Do you want to know how much he makes?" I said, "No, I don't." Well, it's public knowledge. And I didn't look it up, and I didn't want to know. And she goes, "She told me," and I said, well, "That's more than I make every two weeks." His check comes in. It's more than what I make in a year. So, really, that. you know, yeah. and you work at Viking Mart, and he came, <laughs> <laughs> and he was at the Barry Lagodi volleyball game, and yeah. down here. Yep. You know, maybe I should put my professional hockey career back on track then. Maybe, maybe, maybe so. Todd, maybe him and Marty Simmons' uh, son uh, Blake, Blake have had pizza in here after a round of golf oh, at really? Country Oaks. Yeah. Marty Simmons, everybody on this podcast knows, one of my favorite people on the yep, planet he, Earth. He, he is kind of a hero. To me, and yeah, Eastern Illinois, they've had kind of stretches where they played played some pretty good basketball, and, and they played some really good teams. Is that where he is now? Close. He's at Eastern, yep. I didn't realize that. Yep, because the morons at Evansville, who he, he did such a fabulous job as the lowest paid, hardest education to get in, in the in the Missouri Valley Conference and was a competitor every year and the Colt Ryan years was at the top of the standings and they 
because those and not one complete idiots. Got to, well, they might have got Drew a NBA contract. Firing Marty really pushed Drew into yeah. recruiting again and going to Missouri. And yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, but those were some fun. We we were living in Evansville, and when we were going to those games, and man, I, Colt Ryan, you know, you talk about like Bar Eve tonight, that halftime where they're kind of struggling, and they, but the, you kind of felt they could they could well, take you, over. You, you you said it at halftime. You you, you said I like where Bar Eve is at yeah. because the ball hasn't gone in and. Yeah, and but that's what man. Those Missouri Valley teams would beat this shit out of Colt Ryan, and you'd look up at halftime, and he's got seven points, and he he worked to get those, and then you look up to the end of the game, he's got twenty four, and he had to have bruises all over him because they beat the living crap out of him. But he was he was really good. Those were some fun fun years to go to go watch basketball. So Tyler, you ever game. hang out with any other NBA players? No. I oh, am. So they, they pretty well shut you out. Will of you and Cassie be going to South Beach at any time soon? Well, our plan was over spring break to go. Okay. Because they had three home games that week. But Drew has since tore his knee up and it's had surgery. So, so he's he can't out. take you up to the suite? Oh, we might still go. But why, why won't go? He won't. Oh, he, man. The main purpose of going was to watch Drew play. But no, now, the main no. purpose is to go sit in the, in the suite. And, okay. and flex and take selfies. Oh, and look, yeah. Look like you're, you know, Don Johnson. Yeah. Well, you Come know, on, the Barry volleyball coach. We get paid highly here. Yes, and, yes. Um, are, I could probably afford that suite on my Are own. you going to be anywhere near the class you should be in next year? <laughs> Would have been, been a good question for the yeah, IHA. Was, yeah, was Jeff Doyle not on this podcast? On earlier? this podcast, we have this man right here, Mike DeCourcy, has asked that to the commissioner. When are we going to get our in? Paraphrasing, but when are we going to get our senses about what the hell we're doing? All right, and I'll just say this as as we are edging towards 1030. I'm tired of all shucks politicians from the state of Indiana. Oh, I'm going to tell you what. I'm just a country bumpkin. I'm going to tell you. Who's your hospitality? Hey, answer the freaking question. It's not that hard. Don't give me the bull crap, Eric Holcomb. I don't think you're smart by playing stupid. I think you're dumb, all right? So all of these people who you have in all of these spots, answer the damn question. That's it. Where are we going to be? That's all I want to know. So any politician, any government leader, any organizational leader from the state of Indiana, it's not cute that you can quote James Whitcomb Riley. Tell us where we're going to be and answer the question. What about Ezra Pound? Shut up, Todd. <laughs> I wish I had a or James Whitcomb-Riley quote. Or Booth Tarkington. Come on, why you go to James Whitcomb-Riley? I just gave you Ezra Pound. Or Fran Tarkington. The squirrel goes up the tree means the squirrel goes up the tree. Come on, baby. <laughs> I'm already sending messages to, to Josh Thompson that right now they're not friendly. <laughs> they're not friendly? Yeah, I don't know what class we're going to be in. So, there's that. So dumb. It's literally so dumb. And if Marie needs to be a class A school because they're a class A school. That Sorry, I don't give a shit. Whenever how they, they do make their decision, I want to know why. I don't want the whole circle. And if, the you whole have, if you have success factor, there needs to be a committee that you can go in front of and say, well, go to basketball, girls basketball. Yes, I understand that. Lost everybody. But we lost 97% of our scoring. So we're going to tell these girls that they are now screwed. I get it. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. Stupid. Well, you know what's not stupid? 
Travis Brett. Travis Brett. You choose an insurance agent. (laughs) Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. You know where they're located, right there on JFK Avenue in Ligoti. Go see them. Homeowners, car, business, farm and crop. Expensive guitars. Expensive guitars. NBA, Netflix, wrestling. Think of all the Pacers. Larry Bird. All thanks. Gloves, we got them. You got him. All things. But the main thing is he can get you to stop knocking on wood. Hey, could I get another one of these? Or you don't have any more. You don't, you're out of Woodford. You're out of Makers. This place is a prison. It's a prison. It's a prison on Shit Island. <laughs> I feel like I'm at Shawshank right now. Um, I guess Jack Daniels? Yeah, let's do that. We might have it. Is is Step Brothers the greatest movie ever, or is it The Godfather? I, I watched Talladega Nights, <laughs> and I just, for activities, like there was, when I was leaving tonight, I, there was somebody wanting to talk to me, and I had a friend, I had a friend who intercepted me. And you got me calling you. Thankfully. Well, Andy had to call his wife. So. And I said, it was glad to hear your, I, I was glad to hear your voice when you said my name, and, sh- and this woman said did i sound like a cross between fergie and jesus and i thought they're stepbrothers at <laughs> nine twenty six on is the barry floor brothers simply i mean is it is it is it the funniest comedy in the juvenile it's vein? awfully in the, awfully in the funny. juvenile vein when seth rogan says i can taste you, it what are you for and then when john c Riley admits it and he like totally serious like yeah, I farted. <laughs> Has there ever been a song better than Boats and Hoes? Uh, no. Such a good Cops movie. Cops comes on at 4.30. Okay. <laughs> uh, love this topic because I've, I've kind of had this thought, and I want to throw it out to the crowd. I don't like the sleepwalking scene. I think that it's kind of... It was like, hey, we got to get this movie yeah. done in 100 minutes. I, I wish that... There's, there were probably 10,000 funniest things that were left on the cutting room floor. Yeah. Just... I thought the sleepwalking scene was a little silly, but I do like that when his brother was driving and they did um, Sweet Child of Mine oh, and yeah. <laughs> Acapella, and he's critiquing. Well, you know. and so there's a lesson to you. Critique your wife on her singing, and, and she's going to bang yeah, your stepbrother. I, I, I would say that. Your stepbrother. So out, out of the triumvirate of Talladega Nights. Okay, I like it. Stepbrothers. Yes. Uh, was there one other John C. Riley? Oh, Holmes and Watson. Horrible. Didn't they have a, the wasn't it Campaign? Horrible. Wasn't he in the movie Campaign? No, that was uh, Zach Galifianakis and, and um, Bring and a Mop. It's, there's a mess. You got to. might be. We, I got to sweep it up. Yeah, Bring a Broom. It's a uh, mess. That was Zach, that was uh, Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. We might be missing one, but why, I guess you could throw Dumb and Dumber in there if you want to make a. I, I love, I love Dumb and Dumber. But I, I, I think Step Brothers. Step Brothers really good. You know. Harken back to those guys. Have you ever seen, harken back to Christmas. Have you ever, put that one on mine. Have you ever seen the rendition they do of Little Drummer Boy as David Bowie? Yes, it, I have. Oh, my. They are scene by scene, line by line. Per, it gets a little silly what, at the very, very end. What is the, one, the movie that Will Ferrell did about being out on the lawn, being kicked out of his home? It was like a real role. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, and you're like 40 minutes in and going, 
I haven't laughed yet. Yeah, like everybody laughed. This yet. is the best he's ever been, but I don't old school. Yeah. It wasn't old school. It was like no, but that's another. Oh yeah, very. Good. He he had been laid off by a corporation. I've never. They basically it. punted him. Right. He would lost his benefits and job. And yeah, right, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a hot take. Um, who's in Rudy? Uh, Will Ferrell's buddy. Um, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Most overrated comedian on earth. I never knew he was a comedian, Todd. I, uh, is he? Well, you just made makes him that, lot, even make, though he makes probably a lot of makes a lot of comedies. He's a, he's a rom com guy. Why would uh, nobody in the world hates Vince Vaughn? I do. No, you don't. You're just, <laughs> I loved Wedding Crash. Yeah, yeah. I think Todd. he plays the same character well, yeah, every that time, kind of, all the kind time. Of well, this is our Jodie Foster comment from last Ooh, night, which we can jump right okay, into. Okay, yeah, I was going like. to say perfect segue because I have not. Okay, so I watched. If you listen to the last podcast, I was admonished by. These two for not watching season one True Detective. So yep. what did I do? I did my, as as a good podcast, and we were correct. Host, I went. It, that was good. And I'm going really to tell you. What, and, and I'm going to tell you what makes you it seen better. True Detective from season no. one. I'm going to tell you what makes it better. Is season one True Detective is not meant to be binged in a night on HBO. Uh, Which that's how you do it. Shut up, Todd. But, that's a microaggression again. No, that's a macro. That was macro. <laughs> yeah. You know, however, it, it, it's meant to be enjoyed like a fine wine. You sip it. You, you get it and you think about it for a week. That's where the Sopranos were every Sunday night. But We don't care, Todd. We don't care, Todd. One year ago. <laughs> and just, just remember who ended up on top of that conversation. You, I, Todd was ready to go. I, Todd was ready to go. And then, Rhino, I remember and when Doyle you said. Doyle was here. Doyle was here and he witnessed that. <laughs> and he has never looked at me the same way since. He he walks a little straighter and stands up a little when taller I when you think, enter the room now. When Todd. I think back to that, I wonder why you were worried about getting hit into the boards. Well, I think because of the broken bones. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know that they'd be hitting you. You were ready to go. Nevertheless, but where were we? Oh, Jody Foster. Let's go back to Jody. Okay, so Vince Vaughn. Uh, so I, 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 I binged last weekend, binged season one. great Fred Claus. I'll give him that. A great uh, Fred Claus. Of True Detective, if you haven't watched it, folks, watch it. It is really, really good. Oh, by Woody the way, Harrelson's yeah. good. I focused on his mouth, like, yeah, too much. But yeah, how now, much was the weed? Budget? Now, That's now, all I want to know. Now, now the Vince Vaughn, ep- the Vince Vaughn season of True Detective is terrible. 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 I, I, I'll go with that. I started. Kirsten started watching it, and I was I season three is in. pretty good. I kind of jumped in on it, and I'm like, "Where? Like they're all over the place, and there's like, bleh, bleh, like I yeah. wanted him to not take his Ritalin uh, during swingers. My because uh, that one bothered the shit out of me too. My, my wife, you is know, a, he was. You know hot. what he is pretty good in in the one with Jennifer Fred Aniston, Claus. the breakup, uh, the breakup, same Red character. Claus. And when same character. Jennifer Aniston walks out. <laughs> you don't even own any speaker cities. She walks. You're out. not even worth 4.2 million that the government knows about. You remember what his job was in in the breakup? He had a, it was tour boat. Yeah, he wanted to take Chicago tourism by land, air, and sea. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Todd? This is hilarious. Uh, even saying it. And Jennifer Aniston walking down the hallway of that apartment, and Ooh. you see her from behind. Wow. You know. And when I say wow, Tyler, I just mean for wow. the record, one more time. They are now streaming Northern Exposure. First time ever it's being streamed. Thank God. Okay. And I've seen it. every episode, uh, but I may watch it again. You may watch it again, and then time I time out. 
You've seen every episode of Northern Exposure? Twice. I've, I, I have watched Whoa. Northern Exposure. Uh, if you want to have trivia night sometime on Northern Exposure, let's go. And when you see um, my girlfriend, um, Jenny, Turner. Jenny Turner, again, you will wonder how I didn't seal the deal. Yeah, seal the deal with that, with her. And you know what? I think it's probably a regret of hers, too. It is probably so. Okay, back to True Detective. Back to Jody Fox. So we just started the. So we we're not going to do any spoilers on season one, but go watch it because, man, is it good. But. It was good. She's terrible. I'm going to be one that says. But, it. yeah, episode one of this, I texted you guys and I said, when did Jodie Foster become elderly? And when did she forget how to act? Like, the acting was terrible. She's pretty dry. She's mailing it in. Well. She's mailing I, it I, in. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that she's going to really dive in. and The and story better. has me coming back. Okay. All right. So, it, I could have done without the lady with the vision of her, whoever that guy was. Travis. Led her, yeah. Led her to the... Who evidently might end up being McConaughey's father. No. It's not How true. do you know, Todd? I know. <laughs> Another macroaggression. They, are, drink, yeah, was they are drinking the beer. Lone Star beer. Lone Star beer, Todd. Get on Reddit. There's a real beer in Texas. Get a, okay, it's in Alaska, Todd. Get on it's Reddit. It's actually in Iceland. They filmed it in Iceland. Okay. Hey, guess what? Maybe Press there's a pause lot of... on your imagination for a hot second. I can't do this it. This is in Alaska. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm going to be disappointed, and I know I'm going to be, but that's fine. Yeah, I, I'll deal I, with I it. I feel you. So I, should, I shouldn't get so mad. Were you, didn't have, were you disappointed in... How was three, season three? Good, good. It is good. Good so I need to watch it. And, and uh, okay, I'll, I'll. How do you say the detective's name? Uh, the Ali guy, Marsha Hano Ali, oh, the, the, the lead in season three. He's very good. I don't go out of my comfort zone. Okay. How? But I will say this: I did do all five seasons of Fargo recently, which are five separate stories. You know what I mean? Like oh, they True are. Detective. Like True yes. Detective. First one relates to the first to the movie. Then the other ones don't. Um, well, three goes back to one. <laughs> Nevertheless. The Fox News alert. But, but I will say this. Um, I thought Fargo overall was better than True Detective. Oh, really? My hands now are in the air. I'm to watch that. i got so much. I don't have time. See, here's my problem. I've got a real job that is like a real job. And then I do sports every morning. I do a, two podcasts and a radio show. I don't have time for TV. I was in Denang. <laughs> All right, I just got a you just got a text message. Yep. This is my alert news alert here. Yeah, Coach Josh Thompson is on the way. Oh wow, Tyler, you're out. No, <laughs> yeah. Well, it, now hang on. I had to take a picture of Tyler and said. At least we have a sectional championship winning At coach here tonight. <laughs> Redbones packed. I, I didn't even mention that. We are live at Redbones. I pumped it all week on Facebook. And, uh, we're not we live. Are Red, well, we're not. We're live. We're live for So now. far. Um, but Marty Ledbetter texted me tonight. He, he got out of the station lakes. He had to do the 6 o'clock news. And he was kind of getting a timeline. He was going to be late trying to decide whether to go to Lagodi 
and he said, hey, can you have Doyle hide the balls and maybe then I can get there early? And I'm like, listen, here's what I can do. I can fake a heart attack because I think that's believable. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> and, and that maybe could stall a, a few minutes. But I had like three of them tonight. <laughs> like Farley on Saturday Night Live, you just pound your chest. By the way, No, there's were, the coach you need right there. There's Craig Nepp. Okay, finally, a winner. <laughs> a winner. Mari. Finally, Sullivan's got a partner. Everybody said they were going to come, and he's been sitting, the C team coach sitting there by himself all night. That's what I. I if know. Dean Scott walks in, I'm done. No. <laughs> but my head, he's he's on the mic. Did you play for them? For Dean? Dean? Yeah. Dean was the assistant. Yeah. Let's talk about your high school career. How nope. was it? It was time. short. Like, well, not not that great. <laughs> like, what what was the one highlight? Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the highlight. <laughs> Do you no, have one? Uh, my I, first, no comment. No, my first year on the radio. It may or may not involve spraking. I was a Quizno sub of the game one night. Yes, you were. And and there is Quiz- never <laughs> going to be a story. <laughs> There's a blast from the yeah. past. Well, time out. Quizno so sub our, of the game. Our, our eighth grade played at Jasper on, on Thursday night, and, and we had a kid who came off the bench and just, he was outstanding. And Schulte still him in the locker room after the game was over. That He is the Quizno sub of the game. And he, he, looked- had, and he, had, he had 12 Seventh and eighth graders that looked at him like he had eight arms. Like, what? What is Quiznos, and what are you talking about? Okay, geek alert! I'm about what I'm about to say. There is a podcast called Business Wars on Wandry, and it was Subway versus Quiznos, and it basically told the story from the beginning. By the way, Quiznos is so much better than Subway. Not even funny. It was so good. That podcast was really. You good. know what? I on Monday when I was quitting golf and just quit hockey. Yeah. Um, in between all that. Oh, you that, mean giving up your dreams? Right. In between all that, um, I went to Jersey Mike's. Uh-huh. You, we talked about this on the phone. Right. Okay. Fair. Better than Subway. Not as good as Jimmy John's. Better than Firehouse. See, I like the hook and ladder at Firehouse. I think that is an absolute fantastic sandwich. I, the, the last time I was at Firehouse, it was not great. So uh, I, I, I hated I, that. The too. only time I ever ate at, at Jersey Mike's, I used to stay in a hotel in Sacramento, and there's a Jersey Mark's literally right next door. And and it was, but it was okay. But I still go Subway. Uh, not Subway. I mean, uh, Jimmy John's, fast and fresh. Well, as I'm shrinking this unbelievably beautiful, beautiful body. I had a, a salad bowl from Subway the other night with extra chicken. It was actually really good. Doubling up on that protein, eh, Mario? Hey, baby. It's what you I'm know what? About. Like I said, Subway's... I've said protein more in my head Subway the last does. two weeks. I mean, it's the same everywhere. You know, I had a I had McDonald's in Singapore once. <laughs> Boy, this is Tasted just <laughs> like McDonald's every the hell where else. Well, and that's, that's maybe that's the key. Right? Maybe that's the, the key to McDonald's. But in Singapore, I had a Pizza Hut in Izmir, uh, Turkey. We don't care, Todd. We don't care, Todd. I'm just passing this along. All right, I'm done. All Josh right. is here. Tyler Schulteis, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> he's he's one of the all-time great volleyball. No, that was the last one. He's a really <laughs> decent volleyball coach. He's not disappointed us too much. Hey, as much as I want to rip Schulteis. He'll be in the gym for four hours tomorrow, so I, I, I can't say too much. Working out? <laughs> no, working out working out oh. his program into the future. Gotcha. Tyler Schulte is a short-time host of this podcast. Let's he was. He was. Trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Let's introduce the man. Should I do? Should I do my public apology to my friend, Coach Josh Thompson? Well, why don't we? Why don't we just simply introduce him as the man who's, whose team scored 14 points against North Davies in the first half today? Yeah. 
Thank you, Todd. <laughs> and listen, 12 of them were really good. <laughs> but great game tonight. We, we've talked. We've obviously hashed over this. But I, I think they were two te- – well, I'm going to title this. I wrote it down on my thing so I can remember the title. Is Todd said, the game we thought it would be. It was mm. exactly what we thought it would be. But what yeah. we did know, and prove to point, you and Dow had your team's – Locked in and prepared for this basketball game. Oh, and that's what I told Mike on the radio after the game. I thought both teams played pretty well, followed their game plans to a T. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought North Davies' defense was really good in the first half. I thought they really covered our three-point shooting really well. And then when we were able to get it inside. Apparently uh, really well. Yeah, yeah. When we got it inside, our guys didn't do a very good job of finishing through contact. And, yep. and we kind of went away from the contact, and um, how do you and, teach that? And didn't well, th- I tell you what, we we use the big blue pads a I lot. Was you know, I was ask that question. The big blue pads and get the pool noodles out. Yeah. And, uh, Just you know, and, yeah, and and we uh, Mike's seen us do the finish drill before, and guys really like to compete with that. And we, we haven't done that for a while, but we have we use the pads at least once a week, finishing through contact, but. Uh, I thought Brent's kids did a really good job of being physical with us around the basket. And uh, we, we got it to where we wanted it a couple times, and we just didn't finish. If I told you before the game, Braden has one field goal. That doesn't come till the third quarter. Donnie had mm-hmm. five, six points. Mm-hmm. What would no you three thought, pointers. Would you, no three-pointers. Would if, you have thought we were in trouble? If you would have told me all those things, I wouldn't have liked it. But then the next question I would ask you is, how well did we – hit the offensive glass and that was the thing that I told our kids that you have to do against the zone you got to be able to make some shots which we didn't we didn't and I said you got to attack a zone through the middle and you got to get offensive rebounds because if you don't make shots you got to get second chance opportunities and so we sent Kendall and we sent Evan and we sent Seth to the offensive glass like Every single time. And the majority of the time, that turned out really well for us. The possession at the end of the second quarter, we got two or three tips. Right, right, right. Uh, Landon's almost went in. And then the one at the end of the third quarter, like we were relentless on that. It was a volleyball game. And and then Seth finally tips it in. But I thought our guys hit the offensive glass really well. Those three or four seconds seemed like it took forever as that ball was. Do you you think that you get – something out of it's a win which you get that yeah what do you get out of this win no and, and I, I he think put, he I th- put his reporter hat on for I, that one no that I, was I good I, no it's a great question and i think we got a lot out of it because oh shit. you know in march do you think lagoti and orleans and shoals and springs valley are going to let us just stand out there and play pig yeah. it's not going to happen right. and so teams are going to push out on us and we got to find ways to score inside and if Evan can play the way that he played tonight, that makes us really tough. Gives us another dynamic. And if we're not going to make shots from the perimeter, we got to get second chance opportunities. Is that as good as Evan's played? It is. Yeah, it I, I kind of. You know, I mean, I haven't watched every Evan Waymeyer yeah. game, but I thought that was as good as, as know, I've seen him play. Mike talked about how last year there were times where he scored more points than he scored tonight, but tonight was his best game. Yeah, I thought so. How many blocked shots was in this? Game. Yeah, there well, were like a lot, on both ends. Both ways, yeah. both ways, I thought. You know, and, and that's the thing I told some people after the game is kids in southern Indiana don't get the credit, I think, for being as athletic as they are. Yeah. I mean, you know, K 
kids, the kids from North Davies were pretty athletic tonight. Yeah. Our, our kids were pretty athletic, you know. And the fact that we're not six four, six five, six six across the board, you don't notice that. But but there's some pretty good athletes out there on the if, floor. If North Davies, if they're, I, and I think, and, and I don't know basketball near like you and Dal do, but looking at it from my eyes, if North Davies did a better job of not letting themselves get trapped, which caused a lot of turnovers. It's a lot well, closer basketball. Look, it is. 17 turnovers, and they were 4 of 12 from the, from the free throw line. Is that, that yeah. the number? Yeah, they didn't shoot it particularly well. But, but on the season, they hadn't shot it well from the line. So, you know, and here's the other thing I'm, I'm really proud with our, our guys of, and I told our coaching staff this after the game. When you press and you trap, you're going to give some stuff up. And we gave up a couple baskets yeah. tonight. But I felt like the press – generated way more for us than what we gave yeah. up. And, and and talking to Coach Dalrymple about that previously, he said he, he he's always felt like a, a mistake that a lot of coaches make. And this was an independent conversation, yeah. not about tonight. Yeah. But, he, you know, he felt like so many coaches get out of pressing and trapping situations when you give up that one open shot or that one layup and, yeah. and, you, just, and you just immediately, boom, I'm out of it, I'm done with it. When in reality – it's probably just somebody who's missed an assignment, and you got to do a little bit better. Yeah. And I and I thought like our guys. Yes, we gave up an open three. Yes, we gave up something on the backside when we maybe overhelped or overgambled on the other way, or on the other side. But you know, I felt like we stayed after it, and, and as the game went on, we we really got no, locked in. No, we did we did a great job of like you said, Mike, making a few adjustments with that press, and I felt like. As the Todd father said, you know, turning them over 17 times, that was yeah. huge. Um, but I'll tell you, the, the thing that, that I found coaching against Brent that makes Brent's team so hard to play against is once you get them in the half court, it's really hard to turn them over. And so in the past, you know, we've tried to go yeah. at them with a 1-3-1 half court trap. We've tried to run and jump in the half court. And they're so disciplined, it's hard to turn them over. And, you know, in the last couple of years, they've had a guy named Jalen Mullen. And so that makes it near impossible to press right. him in the full court. Yeah. And so, you know, we took a little different approach with things this year. Yeah. But Brent's kids do such a good job of controlling the basketball that it's hard to turn them over in the half court. <laughs> that atmosphere for those kids, it, you we all know it here. Those kids to come in and play the kind of game they did – with no varsity experience, that I mean, that Absol scared the hell out of you walking in there. The goddamn yeah. place, the, yeah. the place was packed at, J, at JV halftime. Yeah. It was there. People were looking for seats. Was it a record number of buggies? Or, or no, no, not the record number of buggies. There's been, but there was a big. Oh, but it, it yeah, no, it was it was a fun night. It, 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 was. it, it really was. They it, played well. Yeah, but and, here's another thing. You know, I talk tip my cap to North Davies about. Is you know they came in tonight eleven and three, and they returned fourteen points. Right, fourteen not averaging fourteen. They might not have had fourteen minutes. They, they returned fourteen points. Unbelievable from last season, and they came into tonight's game eleven and three. Well, and, and and I'm telling you what, people can say, well, they haven't played this team, yeah. played, but I'll tell you, they're playing the same teams they've always played. Right, and they beat Modern Day. You beat Modern Day, that's always a good win. I don't care if they're up, they're down. You know, they, they beat Forest Park, who beat Goaty. They beat some really good basketball teams. And, and Brent and those guys on that coaching staff had 14 points coming back into this season. And even though they, they made some turnover, they made a lot of turnovers, and yep. that's what Brent will tell you if he sat down right here. 
but I thought they handled it overall really, really well. Yeah, and, and that's another thing is, okay, so our guys going into last year, we had a lot of turnover the year before, you know, as far as, you know, seniors graduating and guys yeah. not coming back with right. a ton of experience outside of Braden and Seth and maybe a little bit for Donnie Bell. So last year we go play at the Hatchet House, and that's really the first time those guys had been in that environment. Right, like, yeah. I'm talking about last season for right. our guys. Play at Lagodi, or, or you know, play Lagodi at home. That was the first time they'd ever been in that buggy bowl up there. Yeah, their eyes and, were, and, yeah. and I think they were glorified yeah, fans. In previous it, exactly, years. exactly. And so this year the shoe was on the other foot a little bit, and I think that allowed our guys to step up there in the second half because they had been through all that stuff, yeah. you know, one time. And I'm not I'm not saying that that's why North Davies made 17 turnovers. I thought our defense was pretty good. Yeah. But, you know, experience is a huge factor in games like Here, that. Here's my bold prediction. I've seen Heritage Hills play. I've seen Pike Central play. I've seen Washington play. I've seen uh, – I'm trying to think who else in that section. There's Southridge in there. There's uh, and, and Vincennes. Do not think for a minute – North Davies does not have an opportunity to win that section. Again, not only do they have an opportunity to win it, and I think they got a really good shot, but I'll also say this, because I'm not in that section. There's not one of those teams you mentioned that are going to be excited to draw North Davies. No. No. Not one of no. those teams. For sure. Well, and, and, and <laughs> I told I told our, our new friend, Coach Jack Fuller tonight, mm -hmm. that, you know, who's been used as a noun, a verb, and an adjective <laughs> in Barry practices. I said, playing North Davies in a year like this, not with Jalen Mullen and the Wilsons and everybody else, but in a year like this where, where Brent's kind of in control, yep. it's, a, it's a trip to the dentist, and you know you're going to get grinded on. And, and you just have to sit there, and you have to take it, and yep. you have to outlast it. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, we, we, we had to get a little creative with some, some things. And our kids, you know, I know I told Mike this after the game, the thing I was probably the most proud of is I felt like our game plan was working. It just wasn't showing on the scoreboard yeah. in the first half. And our, well, our kids stayed with that in the your, second your, half. Your, your friend Brian Emmons at halftime, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what he said. He, he, he kept stats for some stats for Jeff, and he, and he, and he handed the turnover uh, stats over at halftime. And he said, he said if, if, if Barry just continues to attack, this is going to be a really different third quarter. And boy, you called that fifteen to four. All yeah. right, let's let's put oh, let's really put smart. the coach. You are you are like Nostra Brino. <laughs> you want to do? Do you want us to get the coach to not give us an answer? Yes. Are you ready, Josh? Yes. Who's do coach? I do I want the sectional seated? Yes. No. <laughs> do you do you want to give us a score for the Lagodi Orleans game coming up? Oh man, that that's a tough one. Um, I'm going to answer. I'm going to give you an answer. I, I think that um, I got to give the edge to Orleans because Foster got hurt tonight. Oh, really? And if Foster doesn't play, that's a huge impact okay. on the outcome of that game. Now, if Foster's back and healthy, it changes things. Well, but, good, good but, for but, you for answering. But I got to give I got to give the nod to to Orleans if Foster's out. Well, well and, and I think coming into this season, we talked about it but, but on the pregame before the Lego game last week. Everybody kind of had it. Orleans one, then you drop a level, and then you got Lagodi two, mm -hmm. and then you maybe drop a level again, and you got Bari three. Yeah. And I think that shows. Hey, this is why we play the games. Absolutely. And and by the way, Green Bay is wow. Will Holy you be turning? Will you be turning the reins over to Craig Nepp <laughs> so that you can scout that game? Oh man, 
I'll tell you what, just just let Craig go. Just let him go. Get, give it, turn it over to Dean, Sully, and Craig. You know what All let's right. do? Let's, let's let Coach Thompson take a breath, take a drink of, of his drink, and let's – we haven't had a Wyatt's Restaurant Review. One of your good friends, Wyatt. Yes. Let's go to Wyatt's Restaurant Review. We haven't had one. People have been demanding it, so let's go right now. And here we go. All right, for the first time in 2024, a lot of people have been asking for it. Now you're going to get it. Here is Wyatt Stone and his restaurant review. Wyatt, how are you, bud? I'm doing well. How's everybody down at Viking Country doing? I, I tell you what, we're ready. We're going to be at Red Bones tonight um, as we record this on Saturday afternoon after the Buggy Bowl. We'll have a good time. Are, are you coming to the Buggy Bowl tonight? I cannot make it, but I will sure be listening to the podcast. I'm sure we'll have. I'm sure you guys will have uh, a lot of people stop by and talk, so I'll be listening. Let's get down to business, buddy. Who are we going to All review right. today? Uh, the Hofra House in Newport, Kentucky. It's a German kind of place. Well, let's uh, let's talk about first. You drive in. How's the place look? And when you walked in, how does the inside look? Oh, it's nice. It's near Cincinnati. It's on the other side of the bridge from Cincinnati. And it's beautiful. It's, it's a nice German place for anybody that wants to try it. It's good. Okay, so you walk in. You sit down. What does the king of restaurants order for his meal? Oh, me and my mom share a uh, barbecue chicken type of bur- chicken type of burger thing. Chicken thing, it's really good. Now, what what did it come with? What the what the chicken? French fries, chicken and fries sounds good. And was the barbecue sauce more spicy, sweeter? Describe that for us. Um, it's kind of yeah, it's kind of sweet. I would say. I know you have lofty expectations on French fries. Uh, did they live up? <laughs> oh yeah, they're up to par. That's for sure. As all of our listeners know, you like a good diet Mountain Dew. Did they have it? Oh, yes. Oh, they did. All right. Yep. And did you get a big one? Oh, yeah, I got a big one. You drank that first one. Did they have your second one ready to go for you? Did they keep it full for you? Oh, they oh they keep on bringing it to me. <laughs> okay, okay. I want to make sure they, they got to make sure you're happy because you know the whole world's going to hear your review. So I, they may have known who you were and and uh, they were ready for you. Yep. Okay, so let's talk about the prices. Did you think the prices was good for the amount of food that you got? Oh yeah, they're good prices. It's like I said, it's German food. If you like German food, I know we got some around here in Indiana. If uh-huh. you want to go try it, I mean, I would go. I would go. Okay, that sounds good. And um, did you have anything else? Was there an appetizer? Did you have dessert? Oh yeah, we've done their pretzels and we gotten their beer fried cheese before. They're really good. Oh okay, yeah, that's always good stuff. Any dessert? No. <laughs> okay. So so we had a fried chicken dish, a little barbecue, fries, unlimited diet Mountain Dew, and some pretzels and cheese. Sounds pretty good. All right. Here's the big, the big decision. From one chicken leg to four chicken legs, what does Wyatt rank the Hopper House in Newport, Kentucky? I'm in four. Four chicken legs. Perfect score. All right. Well, yep. well, there's another Wyatt's Restaurant Review. We'll we'll uh, talk to you soon, Wyatt, and keep us in mind every time you go out to eat, okay? I will. All right, pal. Take care. You too.
Well, there you go, Riot's Restaurant Review. It was demanded by the public, and there you have it. First one of 2024, and believe it or not, he ranked the German restaurant in Newport, Kentucky with four chicken legs. Deco, the only restaurant still to this day to get five chicken legs is the place that we are at, Redbones Bar and Grill. Well, unless you've had the barbecue rolled chicken tenders at Redbones, you don't even know what a five chicken leg review is yeah. like. So there you go. Happy to have Wyatt back on the show. He had a little hospital stint this week. We're glad he's okay. And uh, he'll be back for on future shows with more restaurant reviews as he is, as I titled him, the king of restaurants. He is the king of the review, and, and we the, can all get behind that. You know, there are really very few days throughout the week where Wyatt's not giving a review on Facebook of, on of some place that he visits. I feel like between, you know, my job in the in the waste management industry, my wife is a global uh, medical device vice president of Baxter Pharmacy. I think we do okay. Did like you we, just you, you just basically which you do this a lot. You revealed your wife's a breadwinner. Yeah, well, exactly. no question. Exactly. And I have no problem. I no problem with that. No, no, with that. no qualms. However, we eat at home. Not Wyatt, man. He no. is out there, brother. He is finding the good stuff. Well, and, and he's about like Craig Knapp. He's the man of the people. He's got to be out and about. There was one people that was about tired of Craig Knapp tonight, I noticed. <laughs> he's the Kyle Cornelius lookalike. I think he had had about enough of Craig. Yeah. Well, you know, Craig, Craig just grinds on you. He's kind of <laughs> like he's kind of like the ant that you don't like. And he's Josh's JV coach. It's a good question. Well, I don't know if it's a good question. We'll wait and see. You tell me if it's a good question. I know I've talked to Steve Fisher, who is one of the great officials in the state of Indiana down through the years, and refereed some big games, and he talked about getting amped up for games. You feel different when you go into a game like tonight than you do? Oh, yeah. 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 There, I'd be lying to you if you did. If I, if I told you no, you just feel the same. It's, it's fun a, watching. It, it is. Well, it's a different feel. But one of the things, and I'm sure Brent would tell you this, like the experience, the amount of experience Brent's got, you know, is twice as much as what I've got. But after you've been through it a few times, though, you you get it figured out to where you got to be able to reel yourself back in. Yeah, right. Because you, it's almost like playing. Like you can get caught up and, and yeah. get a little too emotional at times. Did you have a lot of that at Vincent's Lincoln? Um, you know, when we played Jasper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can bet you, especially when we made a half quarter to beat beat, yeah. beat the Wildcats. Banked in. Yeah. Banked in. Banked in. I and just, Amber listened to that in the living room. That's still, I mean, I've had some great wins at Bar Eve, but as far as, like, the excitement at the end of a game, that was the most exciting was, win Deco, was there ever anything more, well, you weren't, no, that was your laryngitis night, so you were there. The towel incident, was that still not the weirdest thing? It was just, seen? it was wild. <laughs> Two years ago tonight. Yeah, it, 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 it was a unique uh, situation. But, you know, sometimes in these rivalry games, you know, uh, for lack of a better way to put it, dumb things just happen yeah. and, and, and things that you would never expect. That was still and, and one the, of the craziest. And that's, and, I, and, and that's where I said Jeff, when Doyle was on here tonight, was – you know, I think his win is, hey, I think I think you can honestly say the better team won, nothing stupid happened, and right. we're all playing like, and it was kind of like the Goatee game last week. Hey, it, it it's over. 
we'll, we'll, we'll do it again in six weeks. It'll be fun. But in reality. I'll try one more. Um, one more. You know, there, there, there was, there's nothing that you can look at and, you know, there, there's no bad taste yeah. coming, out, coming out of these rivalry weekends. Yep. I, I think it was a very well-officiated game. I know it you, was. You, it you, was. I mean, you know, emotions you know, and you, you, you know, know, had some bitches here and Absolutely, there, and, and that's normal, you know, oh, and sure. I think Brent had a few. Um, but the one thing I'll say is they, they let us play. They let, sure. let, let both teams play. And, and I felt like. Which is it, so hard to let is. them play, but don't. It is. Then call a ticky tag. I mean, it I is. thought they did pretty and, good. And you, and you know, but I'll tell you at the end, you know, tonight they didn't start calling ticky tack fouls. No. And there were probably a couple times where, you know, on drives they had their hands on us and stuff. And I, I'm, I'm just like you, Brian. I mean, if you're going to call it one way, 30 seconds into the game, you got to call it the exact same way, yeah. 30 seconds at the end. And Nick Weiniger was there tonight, you know, watching. And Nick's a great official. Yeah. And I think Nick will tell you that's a hard thing to do, but it's a skill developed by guys like the three guys that did it tonight. Nick's, Nick's one of those he's good be officials. He's got and he's a golfer. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it, that would be hard. I, it, I, it just would be hard. And, and I hear, well, you know, we got the Packers 49ers. Yeah. I hear all this terrible officiating yeah. in the NFL. Do you know how hard that must be? Yeah. I mean. You know, and, and those guys that are officials in the NFL, like you look at the professionals that are yeah, out there. Right, like right. we're talking high sure. IQ, high level guys. Yeah. Like they're not just a bunch of jabronis that yeah. they pulled off the street. So oh, I like it. Coach Sullivan's here, C-team coach from Bar Reef. How tough is it for you? Because you know you can't stand up and – Raise hell. How tough is it for you when you see something you don't like to just, man, just well, that's zip when, it? That's when you just got to cross the legs and put the hands behind your head. And just <laughs> that's called breathe. the Jim Cruz, Brino. <laughs> hey, I, I saw a – should I say it? No, I'm not going to say his name. There's a coach in this county that always has a very famous game on the night before Thanksgiving, and they were co playing against Brian Hughes' team. This was probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 15, 18 years ago. And you talk about that, and they were down big to Brian Hughes' team, and he went down to the end of the bench, first game of the season, and he put his arms behind his head, and he kicked his legs out, and he just sat there and watched the game. And I'm like, what a message you are sending to your team right now in game number one that you have quit. And – you know, we need we need all this loyalty and and this and that. But yeah. what's your role as a C team coach when you when it comes to a big game like this? What do you do? Um, a lot of what I do is I will work with the JV with Coach Nepp, and like we'll do a lot of the scout team stuff. Okay, so you're preparing. Yeah, yeah I'm more on the preparation side of things, and that's got to be where you know we talked about maybe the surprise at how well North Davis is playing. They played against. Couple really good teams the last two years. I mean, yeah. those guys every day in practice, right? They've you know, kind of been through the wars. And I think you guys had John Mullen on one night after the coaches show, and I remember overhearing John talk to you guys about that about how th this group of kids um, they they've went against Jalen and Logan yeah. and Lance Wilson and the Stickles kids in practice every day, and you go against guys like that, like you get better. Yeah, you have to. I mean, Evan Waymeyer went against Kurt Holt for a while. You know, that didn't hurt Evan. No. <laughs> Who did you go against with those camouflage Crocs? <laughs> Thank you. 
He does. Hey, yeah, he I, does. I, I went home and I, I came back with the Christmas gift. I mean, you saw. You one, got one this year. I, got, I did. I got two Christmas gifts: the plaid jacket that I wore up there at WRV, and the Christmas Crocs. That jacket needs to make its appearance the, on the Friday night. Christmas Crocs. The, the Christmas camo Crocs. I've got a, a good friend of mine has Crocs exactly like that, and he got. You know how you like get things to poke in the holes or whatever. Uh-huh. He's got headlights. And he can hit a button, and it flashes if he's down. Like, if he's had too many bush lights, it'll flash. Oh, my. So everybody knows he's down. That's or, hilarious. Or they're just, like, headlights. They don't flash. <laughs> so I've got Crocs now, and my son wears Crocs, and my dad wears Crocs. And obviously, my dad being in a wheelchair, it's just a lot easier for him to wear Crocs, yeah, you know. right, yeah. But dad, unfortunately, this past year had to have a leg amputated because of some skin stuff that he had going on and couldn't ever get it cleared up. And uh, so, anyway, they ended up taking one of his legs. And so he kids Griff now and tells Griff he gets Crocs 50% off. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. That's good comedy. Yeah, anywhere you, anywhere yeah, you go. There's, there's nothing like that. You got to make the best out of a bad right. situation. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Trust me, I know. All right. Dico, what else? Are we done? I tell you what. Have, have you guys watched True Detective season one, or was I the only person on Earth? I have you not. not? I've okay. not watched it. Well, do it. It was we binged it last week. But weekend. but I have watched the Chappelle show, the the, <laughs> the new the new one. And Mike DeCourcy turned me on to it, and he said you you got to bust out forty five minutes to an hour to watch it. And I watched it the other night, and I'm so glad I did. I, 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 just, I just feel like anytime you can watch a comedy special. And and politically in the United States, when you equally eviscerate both sides, yeah, it's pretty hilarious. And, and, and here here's another thing. I, I'm I'm and I may get in trouble for making this comment on the podcast. Here's another thing get I love. Get the ed, edit button ready. Yeah, we don't have any trouble on this podcast. Here's another thing I love about Dave Dave Chappelle is like I love the fact that he can make fun of white people and black people and yeah. Asian and like. It's just it's just comedy. Like it's we, a you, you it's can a sit back day, and you can laugh about it, and nobody nobody gets too bent out of shape. Yeah. Well, except for some well, of the people. Well, his, <laughs> his his Chris Rock bit was outstanding. Like I, At, I, 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 I was crying. I okay. was laughing so hard. So you know, it's all called Dreamer. Yeah. And again, I know it's racy, and some people don't like the language, and some people don't like the topic. Yeah. But I'm telling you. No matter what political affiliation you are, no matter how you feel about society. And I think society, you and I are real similar. Oh, <laughs> very, very, very similar. But watch the last four to five minutes when he talks about how he is Will Smith and he is Chris Rock. And he said that every man has a little bit of that in him. Yeah. That is phenomenal. When he talks about how, you know, He's got Will Smith in him because he's not going to let people talk bad about people in his life, and he's going to stand up for what he feels like is right in the moment. But he's also a lot like Chris Rock where he's not going to screw everything up for everybody else. Yeah, And and it's great and and how he's going to go with the flow a little bit. I I love the last – he says it a lot better than I said it there. But the last three to four minutes where he just talks about who he is and who he thinks people should be, because he talks about how you got to be edgy, but at the same time you got to be a little taller. Yeah. And I know I'm getting real. Yeah, you're getting. Uh, yeah, I'm, you're get, out I'm, there I'm, I'm getting real deep on the podcast tonight. But 
Watch the la- regardless of what you think about Dave Chappelle, watch the last four minutes of that. The whole Will Smith thing, I still always go back to the fact that he was laughing. He was laughing. Yeah. And then he turned to Jada and realized she wasn't she laughing, laughing. And now he's pissed. Yeah. <laughs> and now if we do that, like oh, if it's our dude, kids. There is everybody around this table, minus Robert, who's twenty one years old. Twenty two, Mike. Twenty two. Who 22? has Yeah, Holy seriously. Shit. Come on, get 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 a grip. But we've all felt that. Oh, <laughs> Amber doesn't think that's funny. No, yeah, exactly. Uh, or your kids, oh, right? Yeah. Something you would have thought. Yeah, that's not. Oh wait, my kid feels hurt. <laughs> <sighs> and yeah. you're and you're ready to go. And and that's uh, yeah. It's a, it's a it's a real thing. And he he turned on a dime and did one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Well, it, but the bit about where he is attacked on stage. It's great. And he talks about all of the people who defended him. Like, not like, oh, you shouldn't have done. No, like, physically went after the guy yeah. who, who attacked him. Like, they're going what? to fight him. Like, 50 Cent is going to fight somebody. Yeah. And P. Diddy and was P. at Diddy, the door. P. Diddy's at the door. <laughs> and, all of a sudden, and he said, and nobody did that for Chris Rock. Hey, not I, one person. Hey, I, I will still run down Aaron Garrett in Batesville. Every single day because of he's an idiot and and how he treats junior high basketball players, and that's because he did it to my son. And so, you know what, Aaron, I hope you continue to lose to Greensburg every flipping time you play him. So, and <laughs> Me too. And, and Wendy. Go, go and, Greensburg. And Wendy. Whose tall, who's colors are not green, by the way. And it makes Craig Nett mad. I, it would make me mad. And, and Wendy and Luke and Abby in, in Batesville that listen to this podcast every week, you can go tell him. I don't give a shit. So, <laughs> all right. There you go. <laughs> well, always we need to work Outro. in Aaron Garrett. Yeah. What else we got, Deco? We done? I think we're good. All right. You, you can have the last word, Coach Sullivan. I mean, do it to it, brother. On nights like tonight, I like to – it's like a full circle, you know, of how blessed I am to be able to take part in such two, Coach two speak. back-to-back uh, I smell Coach Speak. I've got to learn from the best. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, you guys know this. Heck, I called out the score tonight. The Orleans, Lagodes. I didn't use Coach Speak. Uh, that's Tom, true. I've, got, I've gotten away from it. Thompson, that's, that's – no, you, you, you revert back, but then you're – like, when we snap you out of it, you're so brutally honest, it's beautiful. What's one thing you disagree with Coach Thompson on tonight? Ah, oh, man. I think it was whenever the we were going <laughs> to. The Crocs. Well, they're not in four-wheel drive, so. <laughs> they're not in four-wheel drive. I'm laid back. But it was uh, when we were going to get out of the zone in the fourth quarter. It was just we, all four of us, were just kind of batting back and forth of when we felt like the right time was just to get out of the zone and just now, play when you disagree, who, who, who picked out the, the idea that we're going to get out of it when we're up 13 and it hits triple zeros? Who, was, who, who won that argument? Uh, Dean Scott did tonight. Well, Dean Scott's Now, later. when you disagree and you think he's doing something that isn't very good, who do you tell, Nep or Scott, or who do you go to? Who's your, who's your confident? Byler. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to end on that. That was a great answer. All right, this podcast, just like everyone, is brought to you by Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. And from now on, also, Golf Plus in Evansville. They have come on for a sponsor. We will talk to them about getting your golf game and your equipment in order as you get ready for this golf season. And always thank you to Cindy and the whole team at Red Bones Barn Grill for hosting us. A lot of fun tonight. Nico's fun. This is our first post-game fun. late Fun, okay. fun, fun, fun night. We're, we're uh, not to talk about the 
the uh, coach speak of Robert Sullivan, but Barry Lagodi, Barry Washington, Barry North Davies. Tell you what, so it was great. It's fun to have a lot of a lot of games in this area that are that are just a blast to be a part. Because a lot of people would love to do it. Jeff Doyle, Coach Thompson, Coach Sullivan, Coach Schulteis, Wyatt Stone. It's great. And Wyatt's Restaurant Review. Everybody, get off my back. Wyatt's back. Here we go. All right, this is the B Three Podcast. Tommy Linsell's guilty, Jan. Or is he?